Hello and welcome to the Good Finds podcast brought to you by Gumtree, the one and only place for all your good find needs. Perhaps a bike or a new car or me, Rachel Paris, your fabulous host. Oh, wait, I thought I took that ad down. No? Okay. Previously on the Good Finds podcast, we discovered that Scarlett Moffat would quite happily date a ghost. And I'm delighted to say since recording that episode, she's been spotted hanging out with quite a few very sexy ghosts. I say that she's been spotted just walking to the shops on her own. But there could be ghosts there. You just don't know. Only Scarlett does. And that's enough for me. This is the show that puts celebrities in the hot seat as they reveal the truth behind some of their most unbelievable headlines. Gossip website? We've searched it. Twitter and Instagram? We've searched it. The dark web? We haven't searched it. That thing scares me. Each episode, I'll be putting a different guest on the spot as we work out what is fact and what is fiction. They'll be giving us the honest answers on the stories that have circulated throughout their career in the public eye. Saucy ones? Check. Hilarious ones? Check. Weird and frankly immoral ones? Check, check, check. And make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Oh, and definitely leave us a review, but only if it's five stars. Thank you so much. And today's guest is someone who is literally the queen of soaps. She starred as Eva Price in Corrie, but has also appeared in Emmerdale, Holby City and more. And not only that, she was also on 2019's Strictly Come Bloody Dancing. That's not its official title, although I would watch that. That's right, none other than Catherine Tildesley. We're going to be talking camels, beer and skinny dipping. Sounds fun, but those three things are the reason I'm banned from centre parks. What a weekend it was, though. Absolutely worth it. Shall we start? She said to no one. Yes, please. Enjoy this chat with the wonderful Catherine Tildesley. Hello, Catherine. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. We are joining Catherine through the magical mysteries of the interweb. We're very grateful for the technology. Uh, Now, Catherine, you've been in quite a lot of soaps. Uh, So my first question to you is, will you never stop until you've been in them all? (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I, I think I've done my time soap-wise. But, you know, never say never. Are there any that, like, you really want to go on still that you haven't done yet? Not really. Corrie was was the big one. That was a dream. And my entire family have watched Corrie for many, many years. So I feel like I've ticked that box. I'm the same. My family grew up watching Coronation Street. It was the absolute number one TV fixture of the week. Um, And it's just, it's so brilliant, isn't it? What a thing to be part of. It is. It's amazing. Yeah, I feel very lucky. I hear what you're saying. So there's not one that you're still waiting for, but ultimately you're saying bring back Brookside that's what you want I mean Brookside when I was oh it was cracking wasn't it It was brilliant yes I'd go in Brookside excellent you've heard it here first producers Catherine Dilsley she's just waiting for you to bring back Brookside you got an absolute (laughs) book in there (laughs) um what was Strictly like and how can I get on it (laughs) it's intense it looks it it's intense, but I had the most amazing time. I'd never danced before. And my partner, Johannes Radebe, is just joyous in every sense of the word. And we're best friends now. So I got a lot from that show. I, I just had the best time. I was completely exhausted, mind, but um, it was just fabulous. 
it looks absolutely knackering, mainly, like the amount of dancing you have to do in the week. Yeah, I mean, I, I love going to the gym and keeping fit and, you know, going on treks. So I was quite cocky about it. I was like, I'd be fine. No, calf. No, I've never <laughs> experienced anything like it. On a positive, I could eat whatever I wanted because you are just burning <laughs> an insane amount of calories. I've literally spent the past 20 years avoiding carbs. And when I was doing Strictly, I was eating all the carbs. Just five donuts an hour every day. Just as I could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you were in Holby City, which yes. I think has just ended, actually. I believe after so, tw- after 23 years. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I just couldn't, like, I'm sad that it's ended because I've watched it many, you know, many times. I can't believe it's been on for 23 years. I still remember when it came out and it was the new, the new thing. Same. Yeah, I feel quite old now. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> I like to bring people into my feeling old, so it's not just me. And how, what was it like working on Holby? Were there any scenes that were quite uh, especially like disgusting in terms of special effects? I had, um, because my, my character had a head wound, they had to take a cast of my head, which involved plaster. I'm quite claustrophobic, and they had to put plaster over my entire face. And they forgot to put Vaseline on my eyelashes and my eyebrows. So when they took the cast off, my eyelashes and eyebrows (laughs) went with it. And this poor girl, she was like, I think she was a trainee and she was mortified. And I was like, it's fine as I watched my eyelashes fade away (laughs) into the distance. Um, I'm very squeamish, very squeamish. So even the fake blood, I, I can't look. I'm not good with that stuff. You wouldn't naturally have gone into being a surgeon. No. Even if my little boy falls over, I remember the first time he fell over and badly cut his knee and I ran inside shouting for my husband and Tom was like, your child has fallen over and I'm like, there's too much blood. He's like, get outside and be a mum. I just, I don't deal with it very well at all. He's got to fend for himself. He's being too disgusting. Yeah, stop it now. (laughs) Okay, we're going to move on now to the good finds of yours, the headlines that we found about you. Do you feel ready? I'm a little bit nervous, but yeah, let's let's do this. Relax, I'll be very nice. (laughs) Warning, the next part of the show contains references to camels. Just a warning there in case you get the hump. Get it? The camels thing. Are Are they famously moody? Is that what the joke is? I have no idea. Now, Catherine Tildesley, your good find is Catherine Tildesley nearly thrown off camel on honeymoon. Now, there's no judgment here. You do what you want on a honeymoon. No shame in it. What happened? So we went to Dubai, a beautiful resort in the middle of the desert called the Almahar. Very expensive, very beautiful all the frills and they were doing um sort of desert hikes on camels now I've never been on a camel before and some of them look slightly on edge so we went to the one at the back that was half asleep I was like he looks really chilled and mellow no he turned out to be the disco camel so (laughs) halfway through the trek the guy starts the camel just starts going off on one I can't even describe what he was doing. It was like he was fitting in the middle of the desert. And (laughs) it was terrifying. 
we, we couldn't control him. The, the little guy with the stick didn't have a clue what he was doing. <laughs> and I was like, please, not death by camel on my honeymoon. Because they're very high up, aren't they? They're so high up. Um, and they're really powerful creatures. And we were being thrown around like <laughs> ragdolls. Um, and, you know, obviously we captured it on camera, which just made for pure comedy value. You've got to. I mean, if, you, if, you've, if your life's in danger on honeymoon, the most you can hope for is that you've got it on camera. Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that explains that one. Has it, put you off, has it put you off camels for life now? I don't think I'd sit on one again. I, I mean, it sounds funny, but at the time I was terrified. <laughs> What we've done is actually bring up a genuinely traumatic incident in your past. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, I felt like I couldn't connect with the camel because they don't give them names. And I was, which I thought was a bit mean. He was like, it's just camel. And I was like, give him a name and he might respond. But um, no, we were just being thrown around by camel number eight or whatever it was. <laughs> well, I'm very glad that you survived that, frankly, harrowing experience. Thank you, thank you. And we know why it happened. It's because they're depersonalising the camels. That's the problem. This is it. I hope they've learned from, from this mistake. <laughs> sure. I'm sure they took notes. You know, at least have a safety harness. Absolutely. Warning, the next portion of the show mentions nudity and swimming. So if you're not a fan of either of those, then I don't think we can ever be friends. Here is your good find headline. I love skinny dipping, says Catherine. I love it too. Now, I hope this won't create a whole generation of skinny dippers, Catherine. Imagine if they can't swim, you know, all that nudity, all those armbands. But let's tell me about this. Are you a regular skinny dipper? I wish I was. I, but if we go away and we've got a little villa or a cottage and we're, you know, we're on our own, we're secluded, I love to skinny dip. I love it. You just feel so free and alive and I've always loved skinny dipping not on a beach with other people because that would put them right off the margaritas but I do love a private skinny dip I feel the same I've done it yeah I've done it on with the same group of friends weirdly I think maybe if you find your group of friends that are into it you end up doing it more than once I've done it on one of their hen nights in Brighton uh, and abroad in the south of France which was better because it wasn't freezing cold midnight UK Absolutely. <laughs> don't you have this idea of yourself though because someone I think one of us didn't skinny dip and took a picture from the shore of us and I think we had this idea that we probably looked like magical elegant graceful water nymphs enjoying the moonlit sea and actually we look like scared little animals in the sea it's not as I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm jiggling around all over the place, to be honest. I, I probably look more like a beached whale than something off Baywatch, but I don't care because it makes me happy. And it's really good for you. It stimulates the lymphatic system and all the rest of it. So, I mean, I won't be held back with the skinny dipping, I don't think. I think it's something I, love I it. always do. Have you got into this? I've seen on Instagram, people like Angela Scanlon have got very into these ice cold showers in the morning. Have you got into that? So I started with that and I loved it that much that I know I, I now go to um, a cryotherapy chamber 
um, I'll go minimum once a week and you're basically for three minutes in freezing cold temperatures, which, which sounds horrific, but the health benefits are insane. They're amazing. And you come out and it's the best natural high. Sometimes your pupils dilate. Like I remember going into work after a, a, and they were like, Kathy, you all right? Have you taken something? I was like, no, I've just been in the freezing cold for three minutes. I feel great. It's amazing. It's life-changing. And if you've got any injuries or any inflammation, it calms everything right down. So I can't recommend it enough. I'm writing that on the list. That is going down on recommendations today. Warning, this next section mentions a different kind of Strictly curse. I know, very intriguing. Yes, we do know how to tease the next section. On to the next good find. Strictly's Catherine Tildesley bans husband from dancing after arm horror. Now, arm horror is a great band name, first of all. Uh, what, <laughs> what's this all about, Catherine? I, when I first started Strictly... I think it was our first dance, the Viennese Waltz, which I insisted on calling the Vietnamese Waltz, which is completely incorrect. <laughs> and I asked my husband, Tom, to practice with me and I tried to show him what he needed to do. And he literally pretty much ripped my arm out of it. Okay. Oh my God. I, oh, it was, I don't know what he did to me. I mean, it was, it was all muscular, thank God. But um, it, I, Tom cannot dance. Tom should not be allowed near a dance floor. He's, he just, because he's a trainer as well, or used to be a trainer, he's he's really, he doesn't know his own strength. And he was just throwing me around all over the show. And I mean, it could have gone really badly. Your husband's basically a health and safety hazard. Completely. I mean, we both are, to be fair. How we've been allowed to breed, I'll never know. But yeah, <laughs> he shouldn't be dancing ever. <laughs> Okay, this good find, Catherine, is I'm going to say a bit more convoluted than the others. There's a lot to unpack, let's say. Uh, so this one is Catherine threatens sex ban after husband suggests she unblock the loo with her hands. Now, <laughs> you might think I've got all the information I need, but let me tell you, I haven't. Tell me more. So I have worked out that... If I need something doing or I want something, I will threaten my husband with either a boob ban or a sex ban. Yeah. <laughs> and the toilet was blocked. I informed Tom of this and he said, I'm not doing it. So I said, right, you don't see my boobs for two weeks. And he went, don't care, not doing it. And I said, okay, we don't have sex for two weeks. That changed his mind. So, <laughs> and I got my way. I was like, babe, Put the marigolds on, unblock the toilet, and sexy time is yours. If you don't do it, there's a, a straight-out ban for two weeks. And it works every time, darling. I mean, take that, do what you will with it. I'm taking notes. I'm fairly newly married, so I think this is really important advice. I'm noting as well that, like, just banning the boobs, not effective. Sometimes it depends how big the problem is. Or, you know, what I want. Most of the time, a boob ban works. But when it came to unlocking the toilet, we had to go that one step further. It was very serious. It needs the full sex ban. Full sex ban, absolutely. But it works. <laughs> you know, I could I could probably put that in a book about marriage. I was, I was just going to say, have you considered like a marital advice book? Yeah, I think it'd be a really good idea. Who needs a counsellor? <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly. This is relationship therapy right here. Why not? So the toilet was blocked. <laughs> you didn't want to unblock it, obviously. Why would you? Um, was Did he unblock the toilet eventually with his hands? Yes, or... because the idea of him not having sex for two weeks drove him to putting the marigolds on and unblocking the toilet. Getting stuck in manually, not with a coat hanger or a plunger, but just doing Straight it. Straight in there with the marigolds. That's the way to get it done. You've just got to weigh things up. <laughs> Just got to get hands on or hands in, rather. Hands in, I suppose. Absolutely, hands on the toilet, or there's no hands on cat for two weeks. <laughs> but if you are granting him sex later on, I suppose it's crucial that he does wear gloves during that unblocking. Yeah, mm. and then douses himself in Dettol. <laughs> Full body. Full body. <laughs> Okay, next good find, I trawled the internet and I found a video of what I'm going to say is a failed dirty dancing lift. Could you tell us a bit about that? Failed is putting it mildly. Um, I was filming a comedy, Scarborough, with Jason Manford, and the cast loved a karaoke. That was our favourite night out on that job, so... Of course, we did Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing, because what's not You've got to. You've got to. It's a given. And we decided, stupidly and drunkenly, to go for the lift. Um, (laughs) I can't even call it a lift. It's a disaster. And I'm pretty sure I probably put Jason's back out. (laughs) I'm not a small lady. Um, Yeah, it, it didn't go well. It just kind of looked like a a floppy mess to be honest (laughs) did anyone break a limb no but we were both pretty achy the day after I had bruised ribs like I say I'm pretty sure I I mean Jason was being very kind about it I was like you okay and he's like yeah yeah I'm fine I'm pretty (laughs) sure he was injured I mean I just now I I just ran at his head I just landed on his head Essentially, you assaulted Jason Manford. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> now, I know Jason, and I'm pretty sure that this will all have been his fault. I mean, I could, because, you know, you are a, a very uh, slim and uh, coordinated lady. We've established that, you know, you've got like, good core <laughs> strength and everything. And I feel like if it's going to be anyone's fault, it's going to be Jason. He, he could have put more effort in. He could have. I, I mean, can believe that. I was heavier at the time, so I'll I'll um I'll let him have that. But um, you know, I'd have liked to have been lifted a bit higher, but we we didn't really get past his forehead. So <laughs> <laughs> Jason's like a surprisingly good singer, isn't he? He's very good. He's amazing, amazing. Yeah. He trained in opera, and um, when I was working with him on Scarborough. I was unaware until that point that he sang and I downloaded his album and literally became like a groupie. I was like, we're just singing for me. He's amazing, <laughs> insanely talented guy and literally the busiest man in showbiz. Yeah, he is busy, isn't he? Does it make you want to go into singing at all? I love singing. I'm a jazz singer. Um, oh, fantastic. I, yeah, so singing's a, a big part of my life. Um, I'm sure I'll I'll be able to track him down and do a duet at some point. A duets album with you and Jason Manford with like extra video material of you successfully doing the lift. A Christmas one as well. A Christmas one. Christmas with Jason and Kath. 
I mean, you heard it here first. This has got to happen. <laughs> you know, and you could do the duet of Baby It's Cold Outside, but with a cryotherapy angle. I love this. Yes. Snow machine, cryo chamber, the lift. It's, it's got <laughs> telly gold written all over it. It really has prime time Christmas Day. Tune in. Thank you. This is happening. <laughs> Catherine, it's been such a treat having you on the Good Finds podcast. What would you like to plug while you're here? Have you got like your range of all-inclusive holidays with camels or skinny dipping with no husbands allowed? Anything at all you'd like to plug? Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with the camels. I'm going to put it out there. I'm sure <laughs> at some point, Auntie Kath's camel holidays will be a thing. Watch this. It definitely face. will. I'm going to paint it that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you to that. Catherine, thank you so much. See you soon. Well, thank you, darling. Take care. Bye-bye. And that is it for this episode. Huge thanks to Catherine Tildesley for joining me on the show. And what a show it was. We learned about skinny dipping, camels, two separate things that, though I suppose any camel having a bath is skinny dipping. Wow, didn't think we'd end on such a profound note, but here we are. If you've enjoyed the show, let us know. We're on at Gumtree on Twitter and at Gumtree UK on Instagram. And I, Rachel Paris, yes me, can be found at Rachel Paris or at Rachel SV Paris on Twitter and Instagram, respectively. Make sure you're reviewers, five stars only, obviously, and subscribe while you're at it too. Let us know what good finds you found using hashtag good find. I've been Rachel Paris. See you soon.